0: Welcome to the CND Podcast, I'm Clinical Editor Christopher Stewart. It seems that one of the default recommendations pharmacists should be making is related to weight loss, as it's linked to a wide range of different conditions. But how often do you have impactful conversations with patients about losing weight? I caught up with Mira Haffey from Well Pharmacy to find out how she has been tackling obesity and weight loss. This podcast was recorded in a busy community pharmacy, in a consultation room with a noisy fan that we just couldn't turn off. This won't detract from what is going to be a very interesting podcast, so listen as we discuss how pharmacists can approach patients about losing weight. So with many common conditions we see in the pharmacy, uh, risk factors include smoking and obesity. It's quite easy to counsel people on likes of smoking, but... I think pharmacists might find it a bit more difficult to discuss obesity and weight loss. Do you have any idea why this might be?
1: I think because weight loss is quite a personal and sensitive topic for most patients. And so it's quite difficult to approach patients uh, with regards to weight loss. I think a good idea is to do it in different other means, such as MURs and NMSs, when you have that confidential com- conversations with patients. Because otherwise, you'll be talking to them over the counter, and it's not quite um, a private, a confidential way to speak to patients or to approach them.
0: Yeah, so a lot of the time, you're when you're already speaking to them in consultation room by a different service. That's when you approach them. You don't have patients coming up on the counter and saying, "Do you listen? I want to lose some weight. Can we help?" Or does that still happen?
1: Sometimes that does happen uh, because we provide the lipotrim trim service at the pharmacy. So. Patients will ring up or they'll approach the counter to inquire about the service, in which case then we could take them into the consultation room and explain the service to them, and also to see if they've tried anything else as well, in the means of dietary changes or um, even exercises, anything they've tried so far.
0: Is that a food replacement?
1: Yeah, it's a meal replacement service, so where patients will be taking that instead of uh, meals, they can still, they'll still have to drink liquids, but no other solid foods along with the supplements.
0: And so, whenever you're in a consultation and you're bringing up weight loss, or basically, what are sort of best ways to sort of go about getting the results? Or you, know, you can lecture on them and say the dangers of X, Y, and Z. If you tell telling with the are weird, but um, you know, it was a gentle pushing, persuading way as well.
1: I think a bit of both, really. So I think to find out is what what they're doing so far. So you know, um, seeing what their dietary um, diets are like and what exercise routines they ha- have already implemented, um, and. Also linking it to their health, so just telling them the benefits and show, um, of uh, doing exercise, doing you know 150 minutes a week, um, not gentle exercises as well, something that increases their heart rate, maybe breaks them out into a sweat as well, um, and finding finding out what their idea of a good diet and uh, an exercise regime is in the first place.
0: you are concerned about people taking on exercise when they haven't for such a long time and you're worried about their health in that respect?
1: Definitely. So I think it's extremely important to take tell patients not to push themselves to the mat straight away. So start off slowly and then build up the exercise because some patients might feel like all or nothing ways. Um, so they might start doing Hit sessions straight away, which high-intensity sessions, which are not obviously going to be great for them or good for them. So I think starting with exercises, what they feel is comfortable. So maybe doing it once or twice a week, and then increasing it slowly.
0: I know you bring it up during the likes of an MUR or an service, um, because that's part of that sort of package. But what happens if um, the individuals maybe not overweight or obese? Do you still talk about it? Because obviously, you can look healthy. Really inside your really not?
1: Yes, definitely. I think it's important, especially if patients are on quite a lot of diabetic medication or blood pressure, even cholesterol tablets. It's extremely important to find out what their diets are like if they have any sort of exercise regime, because even though they look fit, the fact that they're on this medication tells you a different story as well. Um, so, we do try to find out what they are doing at home and then advise um, what they can be doing. With regards to dietary changes, um, exercises at home that they could be um, carrying out.
0: What kind of exercises can they carry out at home?
1: So initially, I would say they could do um, they could start walking. So you know, increase first start walking. Maybe go out for jogs. Sometimes even doing aerobic exercises at home. Um, some patients are even doing Zumba. They can either do it, join classes or they can even um, do exercises at home. So I know one of my patients is doing it on the Wii console, and it's something fun and enjoyable, but they're still getting their exercise, out and their exercise out there. And also swimming, so it's nothing too, too much on your bones or your joints. So more of the elderly people do like um, swimming, as well as the young ones as well, because it's not a um, hard impact on your knees or joints as well, because those um, suffering with arthritis or joint pain.
0: That's what I was going to ask. Um, I'm pretty sure in the past whenever I've said to people considering losing weight about exercise, mm-hmm. they tell me they've got a bad knee and they, yeah. they can't do it. And you, you I felt like I couldn't push them. I'm telling them what I think they need to know, and yeah. they just sort of push back and say, "Well, I can't. My doctor told me not to do this."
1: Yeah, I think that's it. It's, it's quite important because not everyone will be doing. Like at the moment, there's a lot of. Um, bonus on like doing high intensity training and you know a lot there's a lot on weight loss and weight management and fitness Uh, but I think you have to find where your limits are and I think starting off slowly and then building yourself up and because even with swimming if they can't swim there's aerobic sessions in the swimming pool like they can be joining and different um, gyms also They give patients the ability to join them or have free sessions, or GPs can give them a certain passes for certain days as well that they can actually get access to swimming pools or gyms to trial them out. So it's worthwhile speaking to your GP with regards to it.
0: Whenever you speak to patients about these sort of topics, does it lead to the uptake of other services like smooth cessation or blood pressure monitoring, that kind of thing?
1: Yes, definitely. Especially with patients that have started uh, new blood pressure medication and are unaware of how it's helping them. So they will come in to do regular blood pressure checks um, as well as making cessation. So, some patients didn't realise that we provide the service or it's available, um, so they will then take it up. I think it's the fact that I think they're motivated to want to do it, they will carry on and do it and we'll take up the services that are available.
0: Obviously, um, you can counsel them we have lost an exercise, and you have the trim service here at this pharmacy. At what point do you sort of refer them on to maybe their GP about further treatments? Because obviously, there's medicated order stat staff treatment, or even. Um, bariatric surgery
1: yeah. so some patients obviously um if they have tried different diet changes exercise and they feel like they're, they're continuing to do it but with no results um then we will say maybe suggest speaking to the doctor and seeing if all is that is suitable for them and if it is they will then go on to speak to the surgery and um, and either be prescribed the medication or told what alternatives they can do. But yeah, they think out the patients that we've had with bariatric surgery. Um, I think it's, you know, they use it as a last resort if, if they've tried everything and there's no hope. And obviously the risks, um, the benefits to, to them are greater than the risks.
0: How do you follow up on people who you've had these discussions with?
1: Again, with MURs, we can do intervention MURs as well, so we will speak to them. Or even when they pop in, uh, we can ask them how it's going, uh, if they need any extra advice. um, Yeah, and then also with the trim service, they have to come on a weekly basis. So we'll do a weekly weigh-in before they can get the next lot of sachets. So they have to um, then adhere to the programme. And also that way they can see the amount of weight loss that's being achieved.
0: What would you say to pharmacists who maybe want to approach their patients but feels difficult because it is an awkward conversation and they're worried the patient might take offence or, you know, decide to leave this pharmacy and maybe go somewhere else
1: I think you also have to be quite you have to do take the soft approach initially um, but I think the NMS service and MUR service are great because it gives you the chance to have that confidential um, conversation with the patient, and also link it in with their medication and their health. And if they, if patients see there's a direct link and how it can actually help them, maybe re- improve their diabetic level, reduce their blood pressure, or inc- you know improve their cholesterol level, then they're more likely to be susceptible to, to take on the information and advice that you're giving. So. I think, not be too too direct, but just link it in with their medication and how it can improve their health, and they're more likely to want to listen. You
0: know, the service which is going on here and incorporating it into, if you do a blood pressure monitoring or an NER, but how would you like to see the role of community pharmacy in helping weight loss in the future?
1: I think if we were more, yeah, I think if we were more equipped with uh, patients being able to come in, we could do um, weekly checks on... Um, basically we can do BMIs but also you know just measurements of if they are doing exercise to follow them to help them with along with any dietary changes they need or any exercise tips that we can give them but we can do it on a weekly basis I think that'll be great because patients do find us more easily accessible so they can it's a walk-in service without having to book an appointment Um, they're more likely to turn up and want to actually um, gain that help and because we see that a lot with blood pressure monitoring. So patients will always just walk in any time and get the blood pressure monitor. It's a free service, and because of it, it's accessible, they'll be able to use it. And I think the same thing with leg weight loss. If it's free, accessible, then they'll use it.
0: Do you communicate with um, the patient's GP to say this person's got came to us asking about weight loss whereby is there on this here.
1: so we have said it to via um, an MUR yeah. consultation um, otherwise not really but obviously we have to get the patient's consent to do that so if Once we've had their consent, like during our MUR services, we'll send that details over to the um, the patient's GP. And also, especially if they're borderline diabetic, it's quite important because there are courses that GPs can send the patients to to learn all about diabetes, diet, health, exercise, that can improve their health and well-being and also maybe reduce um, their diabetic level. So therefore, they're not pre-diabetic.
0: That was Mira Happy from Well Pharmacy discussing how she thinks pharmacists can help patients on their weight loss journey. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to CND Podcast on iTunes or your preferred Android app. Thanks for listening.